we're back on the Speedy Aerocast. It's been a while, but we're here. Don't worry. Less than Speedy. <laughs> yeah, less than Speedy Aerocast. <laughs> I'm your host, Dan Morin. That voice you heard, of course, one of my co-hosts, John Moltz. Hi, John. Hi, Dan. And our other co-host returned from the wilds of California, Mr. Guy English. Hi, Guy. Hey, how's it going? I failed the podcast, but... You have make, failed this podcast. You have failed this podcast. I'm, I'm making amends. Thwip, thwip, thwip. All right, we got a lot to pack in here, so let's uh, let's get started here. The last time we saw Oliver Queen and friends, uh, I believe Roy Harper was purporting to be the Arrow and giving himself up to Quentin on a rampage lance, as as his official <laughs> wrestling nickname is known. Uh, so we're going to start off and we're going to do a quick uh, recap of episode 19, which was Broken Arrow. Uh, do either of you fine gentlemen feel like giving us a quick pricey oh, of what happened in Broken Arrow? Can you remember? I know it was a while ago. It was a while ago. It was more of Quentin acting like a jerk. Um, every chance he got saying something snide to Oliver. I remember that part from it. Um, <laughs> also, also the appearance of a metahuman from Central City, uh, which uh, just went to prove the point that the worst job in Either one of these two cities is Night Watchman <laughs> as the laser beam guy, uh, laser beam eye guy, you know, disintegrated. Death Just, Death yeah. Bolt, please, please. Yeah, to call him sorry, by his formal I, name. What is, what is his formal name? Death Bolt. Well, I called him Cyclops. Death yes, Bolt. It's okay. Death Bolt. Okay. Yeah. Death Bolt. Okay. So Death Bolt laser beams two guys, hence starting a big problem because Oliver can't act as the arrow because Quentin is on his case even though Roy has admitted to being the arrow. Well, but because Roy being the arrow, you know, Quentin or uh, Oliver can't dress up as the arrow when the arrow is already in prison. Well, yes. There's yes. a bit of a logic problem. That there. is, a, yeah. that is, <laughs> by the way, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get get to that. We'll there's get there's several, uh, but, uh, so Oliver must rely on his friends as they say, 15 times in the episode. And he turns to Ray Palmer, who does his first, uh, his, his first sort of jaunt in, in, uh, in Starling City as a superhero when he's not, when he wasn't just trying to take down Oliver. And he goes up against this metahuman and he fails the first time. And then he goes back against him when Oliver is going to be doing the punching for him using some super cool technology that takes control of the suit using Oliver's brainwaves. And that fails. And Ray must step up and be the hero that he wants to be. And he does. Yay, Ray. Yay, Ray. And then finally, we have, uh, we have Roy in prison getting roughed up a few times and giving giving back just as well as he takes, but uh, then ultimately getting knifed and seemingly dead. However, <gasps> it turns out... Twist! Not dead at all, because if you they, know some guys at Argus, turns out they can do anything. They know a guy. So, they know a guy. Yeah, they, they, know a guy. Guy. they know a guy who's really good at stabbing people. <laughs> <laughs> you know who it's needed a, that? Oliver, like it's 10 a episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. It's a special <laughs> skill set. Um, and uh, so Roy is actually fine. Yeah, it's seemingly no worse for the wearer for having been stabbed and, and basically brought, brought to near death. Uh, <laughs> it's a good. good thing they He's don't good. do autopsies in, in Starling City. So Roy drives off into the sunset while Oliver and Felicity share a, a little uh, close moment, and that bo seemingly bothers Ray, who's standing right there, <laughs> standing right actually here, Felicity. Uh, so uh, then the final, the final scene of the episode, 
Roz shows up uninvited, very rude, at Thea's apartment and <laughs> stabs her. <gasps> yeah. Well, Cliffhanger we're... ending. Yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. All right. right. Guy, you had a logic problem. What do you, what do you think that is? <laughs> okay. Uh, so Ollie can't dress as the arrow, but known to everybody is that he's got a red hooded sidekick. <laughs> so why can't he just dress up as Roy? <laughs> because the, co- the costume doesn't fit. Sure. Well, okay. well, that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know if 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 uh, Roy had to have the costume taken in in order for it to fit him. Right. Because he well, did. I was, like, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about that, and I was curious to know if Stephen Amell and Colton Haynes are anywhere near the same size. They're it's not. Kind of, they're not. I mean, yeah, they, it's it's sort of hard to tell from some of the pictures. You know, if you just look at pictures. They've of them. joked. About, I think they've joked about yeah, that Stephen a couple Amell's times. Definitely taller. He's than definitely him. taller. Yeah. He's also pretty huge. He it's seems like to, a big I, guy. I, I, yeah, I don't not that Colton Hain is not in good shape. But, uh, Diggle's a really big guy, but he's, oh, yeah. he's Diggle's a, definitely yeah. bigger than both of them. He's yeah. a pretty big guy, too. So I would think that that, you know, maybe they have a couple extras lying around. Well, yeah, you know, to go even further to, oh, yeah, he's like four inches taller than him. <laughs> uh, to go even further to that point, why not just, like, dress up as, like, anybody else? Like, there's already a huge preponderance of archers running around yeah, Starling really. City. You know, if one more dude with a bow shows up to take on, you know, like, no one's going to bat an eye at that. Come on. Yeah. He's got, like, Merlin's old costume, probably, or whatever, League of Assassins costume. Sure. Yeah. You think you got a, you got something lying around that you can yeah. use? Not only that, how about don't dress up? Like just <laughs> go beat the crap out of the guy <laughs> sure. with like a face mask, like some basic face mask kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. how about like a black bandana over your eyes? Sure, yeah. I there, feel like there, that would oh, work yeah. perfectly. Taken. Yeah. Um, Taken. Let's not let's not confuse the streams here. Yeah, so we lose the uh, we lost the we've lost the the arrow cave maybe for good this time. I don't know. It like flooded at the end of last year, right? Or didn't they they like yeah. They or Slade and his crew sort of, you know, tossed it, but good. You get a sump pump that that cleans up real quick. Yeah, that's nice. Well, but now the police have it, and they probably put like a seal on the door, which was impossible to break, as we all know. <laughs> Do not um, cross this wire. So a lot of this episode feels a bit like you know we we talked a little bit before the show saying this this is kind of a two parter here, and a lot of this episode does feel like it's sort of setting the stage for episode twenty um most obviously in its final moments but i feel like there's lots of other stuff sort of dropped in here that's all intended to sort of place oliver in a conundrum sure well we well, see to, it almost solves the conundrum right He's well been kind it, it of dealing with conundrum the, yeah dealing with the conundrum and basically at the end of this episode you kind of know how this is going to play out right because he kind of you yeah. know she you know he, there's only one way to save her well, and Obviously. not only that, though, but I mean, like the fact that, you know, Oliver has already been placed in this position where he feels like he can't be the arrow and he can't really be Oliver Queen either. So he doesn't, you know, this is an identity crisis, right? So this yeah. is the whole thing we're framing up here is is Oliver Queen doesn't feel like he has any place to go or anything to do, really. Right, right, right. He's, yeah, he's His just, back's against the wall now. Yeah, and he, he can't act as the arrow and he's uh, Oliver Queen is compromised, too. You you um, know there's only one way that this plays out when the character says there's, there's only, only one way this plays out. <laughs> there's only one way this can end. <laughs> this ends. Only one yeah, way the, this yeah. ends. The writers are telegraphing a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to I don't want to claim too much from our uh, uh, one of our previous uh, uh, segments, our our death pool. Mm-hmm. But I did have I did have Roy Harper in the death pool, so I guess I can like half collect on that. <laughs> yeah, for for 
all of a minute and a half. You, yeah, I'm not you, sure that. Counts. But he's also he's also seemingly gone. What I've heard is, I mean, he's basically left the show. Um, well, my understanding is, is his that contract right? is oh. up. Yeah, yeah, and I think that uh, they've alluded strongly to the fact that he this will not be his last appearance. He, I read sure. somewhere that he will appear at least once more before the end of the season. Yeah, and that he might then return in sort of a recurring capacity in subsequent seasons. Yeah. Now, so what I thought was going to happen was that um, when he got murdered in jail, I thought he wasn't dead, but he was going to be um, uh, sort of taken and made into a bad guy a little bit. Um, like Oliver yeah. didn't go save him, which yeah, is we the, had talked, right. we talked about that possibility before, right? Cause yeah, I think you had mentioned that. It's a storyline yeah. we got from um, uh, the young justice cartoon. basically. Right. 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 Uh, where he's all bitter at Oliver because he tried to save Oliver and then Oliver just did nothing to save him and just kind of let him go. Uh, <laughs> Which is the opposite of what we get here where, where yeah. Oliver is determined to go and break Roy out, right? He tells he tells Felicity and Diggle and Malcolm that he's just like, I'm going to break him out of jail. I'm just going to do it. Right. Which is where I thought the tragedy would come in is that Oliver was determined to break him out, but then he got killed and kidnapped somehow. Uh and Before he does washed into like uh, Winter Soldier yeah. style thing, you know, and right. he believed that Oliver didn't care, right? Uh, well, so so here's a, and and this whole interesting this is all an interesting setup. For one thing, was anybody else surprised at the whole ploy where they're like, "Well, we dusted the whole Arrow Cave for fingerprints, and the only thing we found was Roy Harper's <laughs> fingerprints." A because I'm really impressed that how. How do you do that? Like, I right. how just, do you just wipe off two right. people's fingerprints? Well, three or more. I mean, but like, yeah. How do you leave only one person set of fingerprints there? That right. seems right. really difficult. Well, okay. Which, I don't want to give away too much. This over, costume, I don't but that's what they did. That's here. not what they did, right? Well, I mean, they wiped. I mean, everything they wiped, down and they, they wiped they everything down, and they, yeah, right. They yeah. only put Roy's. They put Roy's <laughs> back. See, John and I know how to secure a secret okay. cave. Apparently not me. That's why I don't have a secret cave. Or well, it's experience, right? Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so we. Uh, the, and the thing I didn't touch on is the flashbacks, which I found. You know, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that yeah. in a moment. Let's continue yeah. with this the the Roy okay. thread. So Roy okay. drives off in what I have to assume is his eighth stolen car of that model. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that just what he's doing now? He's just stealing the cars. I, figured I don't that, know, you know, but we've seen his home. It's tiny. He may as well just live in that sports car because it's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, I'm. A he had con- a job at least at some point. Yeah, I, he was I'm working a little confused for by his. Um, so they they play really heavily into his guilt, right? Like his guilt over killing this cop when he was all miracured up, yeah. and. We even have an exchange between him and Lance where he, like, gives Lance the name of the guy that he killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's really is like, <laughs> I belong in jail because I did something really bad, except I'm actually going to fake my death and leave, which seems a little inconsistent <laughs> um, in terms of, like, I really need to be punished by crime. But, oh, crap, no one told me jail was this bad. I'm going to go. <laughs> not that punished. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like being in jail for a couple nights really wiped the slate clean with that uh-huh. whole murdering a cop thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe maybe a life I, on the run is, uh, is 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 payback enough. I think he just wanted to tell Lance that he'd killed that cop. I think he wanted to get it off his just, chest because when he goes call. into jail, they've already got the plan, right? Like they they know what the plan is going to be, right? And so this is a case where all, uh, Felicity and Diggle go behind Oliver's back to yeah. set up this whole fake murder shenanigans. Yeah, well, because uh, they know Ollie's never going to go for it. Right. Right. Which is weird, because if he's going to break him out of prison, why wouldn't he go along with the whole faking his death thing? Because <laughs> uh, it involves 
Ray, um, Ray. it involves uh, almost Roy killing Roy. Yeah. Like, he's going to well, get stabbed, I mean, and he's going to get poisoned. And he doesn't and then, like, Oliver like, got stabbed. He was totally fine. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, like any it was plan a risk that's not that, his own. Right. It was a risk that Roy was willing to take that Ollie would have probably just been like, no, there's no way you're doing that. I'd rather go in and crack some heads and take you out. Well, and this also puts us you know, into... And he, sorry, uh, go ahead, John. Well, I was just saying, I said that's nice that they touched on Oliver's sort of egotism earlier, mm-hmm. like a few episodes back, um, yeah. when they got captured at Nando Parbat, because it's really it's pretty evident in a lot of different ways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. seems like, you know, it's like, okay, if you want to do something that Oliver's not going to like, you basically have to go behind his back because he's such a tremendous, tremendous egotist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what, so one thing I find kind of interesting is um, our, our friends on the, the flash flash cast and Moe's um, <laughs> always, always saying that um, flash has a, a like a, women problem and it it does uh, the way yeah. the characters are portrayed and the way they treat them and all that um and i think arrow has does far better in that regard i think ollie has a bit of that because he's pretty much condescending to, to a lot of the uh, like he's well, thea it's his little sister it's kind of natural but he's always right. trying to protect her and like various other women close to him well, but, he, he shoots down Laurel a lot too, right? Like this yeah. whole time with Laurel's training, he's been very dismissive of her. Well, because right. yeah, but and, he's kind of condescending to everybody. Okay. Also yes. true, <laughs> you know. Yes, I mean, yes, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, That's where maybe, I'm going. Like, yeah, okay. Is maybe that, Diggle a little bit less so because he values Diggle's, you know, Diggle's his, con- you know, voice of conscience. Yeah. Um, but you know, certainly condescending to Roy and Lance, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think else? so. Like, what I, other men are there on the show? Oh, and yeah. definitely Ray. Right. I think I think the show doesn't necessarily have a problem with the portrayal of women, but I think Ollie has a, uh, a weird hero complex when it comes to protecting yeah. women and basically just being kind of a condescending jackass in general. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know Ollie I mean? in general so, is kind of... I feel like he's gotten even more... Con- I wish they would give him a little bit... Like, I remember... you remember Sonny Oliver from episode one of this season? Where, yes. where Oliver's happy and everything. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, I understand. You want to put your characters kind of through the ringer, but I wish we could do that with Ollie in a way that still made him not quite so angsty. Like, yeah. maybe he needs yeah. to get over his angst a bit. Right. Um, well, but this, this, is this entire season is about... Yeah, there's a lot of Oliver Stripping him down, right? yeah. So here's my interesting uh, sort of theory, or not theory, but here's, here's something that's sort of embraced me. With Roy gone, um, there's now sort of a vacuum in terms of, like, there's no sidekick. I mean, you know, Roy stepped up a bunch when Oliver was gone, you know, in Nanda Prabhat and getting, being dead. Roy's been great um, the past four or five episodes. Like he's right, been, yeah. And, yeah. and we've now removed that. And as we'll get to in a little bit, the team may have a, a vacuum, power vacuum at the top. Um, and so I'm curious, the dynamics are very interesting because, you know, Oliver's lost his apprentice here, you know, sort of the main person that he was training to become his his sidekick. Um, and without him and, you know, there's not, John is much more a partner than a sidekick. He didn't want to have anything to do with Laurel. Um, and Felicity is still, you know, not really in the field. So I'm Fel- wondering if there's someone who takes that spot. Yeah, like, it's, Fel- it's Felicity. We've already seen it in the next episode. No, but I mean in terms of no. being like a, like a sidekick or an right. apprentice. Oh, right. oh, like in the field? So you're, th- oh, are you, you're, like, thinking, uh, you're thinking of Thea? Well, yeah. I mean, she's the obvious choice because, right. you know, not only do we have the speedy moniker, but she's also been trained heavily by Malcolm now. Right. So she actually, you know, 
And she's which acquitted would... herself okay in a couple of incidents against sure. Mal- I mean, it, you know, she she has she's gone up against Slade Wilson, Malcolm Merlin, and Rachel Gould. She's lost every time, realistically, but she's <laughs> like, you know, she's at least she's scrappy, right? Like she's she's, she's going to get yet. in a fight. She did it right against Slade. She did okay against Slade, right? Yeah, yeah. That's she got a, good. she got some blows in, and they they managed to actually beat him this, at least the second time. Well, she hit him with uh, a log, which was awesome. Yeah, it'll be a little strange though if he if he's okay with that. Whereas he's been so dismissive of. Well, he may not get the chance to be. He may not get the chance to not be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. If she if she does it while he's being. (laughs) Yeah. So we're not on the next episode yet, but I have a feeling that that uh, that little hot tub is uh, gonna (laughs) have some fallout. All right. Well, let's um let's talk a little bit about Ray. Don't don't hot tubs always have fallout? That's why I avoid them. Am I right, guys? Zing! Uh, you should consult your physician. Um, so, so we see the Adam in action, sort of for the first time, or at least not going up against you know as a sort of bona fide superhero yeah. going up against villain, as yeah. John said. Um, consensus: What do we rate the Adam's power scale on in our in our well, superhero? I, I loved how quickly he just got taken out the first time around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I know. Moses is always making fun of me that Ollie's going to beat the Flash. I just because I just listened to their show and he says something about uh, Barry hitting Ollie with a Mach two punch. Guess what? Barry won't hit Ollie with a Mach two punch because he's a nice guy. <laughs> Ollie, on the other hand, will mess Barry up. So I think that's where the difference lies. That said, um, Ray's kind of comical, uh, way overconfident. What I loved about uh, the little speech that Ollie gives him is that uh, you can't rely on the suit. Like you're the, you're the weapon. Like my my bow and arrows, that's their tools. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, um, it's me. Like, um, and Ray did not have that. He he shows up and what does he say? Hi, I'm the Adam. Like something something 1950s superhero <laughs> kind of feeling, which I loved. But uh, this is like you're the bad guy, right? Like yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. He says something. Yeah. 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 You're the bad yeah. guy. And then he just gets nuked by those laser. But yeah, I don't think it's to really judge Ray's power level at this point because I think he's pretty much incapable of using the suit right now. You know what I mean? Like his potential power is vast, and then he's kind of a goofball. Like he'll just, which is interesting because you put him up against like a like he's clearly like our Iron Man analog, right? Sure. Um, and it yeah. seems like Tony was much better at sort of you know de- using his suit from kind of from the start than than Ray has been. Well, Tony almost killed himself when he went into went up into the upper atmosphere. And, true. You know? True. And he was kind of crummy at the beginning. <laughs> I like I like this backseat driver, uh, you know, yeah, approach yeah. approach to superheroing. Yeah. Well, speaking about a backseat Come driver, on, Iron Man. Yeah, here's a great segue. Speaking about a backseat driver approach to superheroing, Ollie backseat drives, race literally tin can. Yeah. That's yeah, right. I like that somebody compared it to uh, one of the reviews I read. Compared it to what was that? Real Steel, the uh, oh. robot boxing <laughs> flick with Wolverine. <laughs> Yeah, with Wolverine, um, which is kind of what he's, what's going on here, which I didn't really get because I felt like it's very, you know, the suit is not really designed, it seems to me, for the kind of fighting that Ollie does. And and to their credit, the style that they sort of show him using is much more like he's boxing. Yeah, yeah. Which is right. about the only thing that makes sense in a suit with that little low level of mobility. Yeah, I, I credit Ollie for that, by the way. Like, he's aware that he can't do the moves he normally do. So he just... I just like that they make him competent at fighting in any number of different ways. Right. And if he needs to just yeah. <laughs> wail on somebody boxing style, he can do it. It's just not the most effective way to 
fight for him. Yeah. But that that lasts for all of what thirty seconds? Yeah, and then not long. Then the radio not goes long. on the fits, just like when we drop sure. malts. <laughs> the, the, the Skype connection to it, Ray's suit it, just it, fell it happens. It yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, they're in the middle of fighting it. Bloop, bloop. They can still talk to him, of course, but they can't. Uh... Yeah. Well, they may. Well, you I know, mean, they need to. We've all, we've all used technology enough to know that sometimes, like sure. any any complicated solution that you rig up, is bound to fail at some point. <laughs> that was the most realistic thing about Ray's suit: is that like <laughs> that the connection would it drop didn't work. at some point. Yeah. Um, but they needed to make Ray the hero, right? Uh, yeah, right. like they needed to have him have that moment where he overcomes uh the bad guy yeah and i thought that i thought it worked pretty well i thought so too i mean yeah. you know maybe maybe it's the kind of thing you might have seen something similar before it seems somewhat familiar somehow but i still think it worked quite well I yeah like that, you, that you can do it moment <laughs> like you're yeah. right yeah he's yeah he stepped up yeah. good for good for Rick. We're Good all very proud of him. Uh, and now he'll right. now we'll go off to the he goes off to the flash and then he gets his own show eventually. So yeah. he's he's so, landing on his feet. So long, Ray. Uh, oh, he was. I, we're not going to talk about the flash, but he was kind of fun on the flash. That was. A, I, I enjoyed him on the flash. Sure. He was a, he fits it was a, a nice sorbet between the really depressing Arrow <laughs> episodes that we keep seeing. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, he's a he. I think he fits in better in that world than he does on Arrow. Oh yeah, he's a big goofy oh, guy with a huge yeah. grin. Yeah. Exactly. Well, his like I said, I mean, his sunny optimism is is refreshing in Arrow, though. Yes. Right. Oh, I yes. told totally. I mean, you. It's a nice contrast. I, yeah, I like that yeah. about him. I didn't know how they would use him. Uh, when we heard that he was going to be in this season, thank God he's there because this is really dark and depressing most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have needed him. Yeah. So um, we we talked a little bit about uh, 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 Roy's time in prison already, and 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 uh, giving up the name of the officer he killed. Um, sad, sad Roy. But I wanted to go back to on the second attempt to get at Lightning Bull guy. Um, <laughs> Felicity goes out to the power station to plug in something, and I, would anybody else, first of all, you know, as we often talk about the roles of women, um, setting her up to be kidnapped or detained yet again was a little bit eye-rolling. Also, yeah. the fact that she is, as we all would admit, the smartest person on the Arrow team, and yet doesn't recognize that the guy. guy that I'm even just seen at the mugshot for. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. going with... She did recognize him and tried to play it. Because didn't Except she? It seemed, I wanted it to believe like that for the first couple way, seconds, and then yeah. they cut it to a uh, shot that was very much like she's surprised. surprised. Yeah, well, yeah. I think yeah, she's maybe surprised by the glowing eyes. But when she, he's still got the glasses on, don't we see a shot where she glances over to the um, to the lever that she eventually pulls to put like steam on him? See, that's the thing. Is no, I wanna, she's already, he's already got her at that point. Oh, yeah, there's, okay, a, there's, a, okay. there's a tricky bit there where I agree where, like, they could have played it a different way, and I kind of wish they had. Right. Um, where she, you know, is smart enough to try and get out of it and, and escape before becoming, you know, a, yeah. a kidnapping. she's again. nobody's fool. She's never exactly. been written like that. Yeah. And that's why I don't like that writing of it, because I felt like it was not a realistic portrayal of her, since she is, we all know that she is so smart. Yeah. We'll just assume it was the Flash writers. Well, realistic. I mean, um, yeah. it didn't. It didn't respect. It wasn't a respectful of her character. To, but to they write. clearly also yeah. threw her in there to give Ray a better right. reason to go off. Yeah, but that's uh, a crummy reason. But yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Which I'm not sure. Yeah, right. I'm not sure he needed that. Frankly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a crummy reason. I mean, going to save your girl is always a great reason. But I mean, come on. Like it, we can do better. For it's Felicity. such a trope. Yeah. Exactly. Don't. Yeah. Don't throw Felicity right. under the bus in order to service yeah. Ray's. Hero I mean, in one re- except in one regard, they're kind of building towards what happens in the next episode. 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Maybe. So they yeah. have to show they have to show his caring about her. Um, yeah, but we had already seen that. Well, kind of. I mean, I was making fun of him for basically sleeping with her and then yeah, flying around. In I mean, he's already suit. he has yeah. he has already rescued her once by pushing her out of the way and taking an arrow for her. Yeah, so it's not exactly yeah, like which is way more uh, effective. Than, yeah, because he didn't have a super suit. No, really, <laughs> that was just like gut reaction, super like suit. you know. Like, <laughs> anyway, I just like um, saying super suit. Okay, yeah, like, super arrow, suit, super suit, yeah, super suit. Um, that's the best. I think that's the best moment of the whole season so far. <laughs> Um, so we get, so Roy, as we've already discussed, gets stabbed, but not fatally. Quentin Lance shows up to tell Thea and oh, Oliver. Oh, oh, so yeah. Can we talk about Quentin for yeah, a few minutes? Because yeah, I mean, like, okay. like, like constantly blaming everybody else for the fact that he can't keep Roy safe in his own fricking prison. I mean, my God, <laughs> take some, take some personal responsibility, Quentin. Well, it's not his prison. Seriously. He's getting, he's get, well, but still. I mean, it, I you know, he blames Oliver when it's like, okay, the system is what's keeping him not safe in the yeah, prison. Well, like, and don't, Oliver don't was put the him one in general who wanted population. To, put him Oliver was the one who wanted to break yeah. him out. Yeah. Um, what so I do people, like is that conversation that uh, uh, Quentin had with, um, well, both, both of them, really, both Roy and Thea. I like when he talked to Thea and said, uh, look, uh, your, you know, your boyfriend's talking to, taking the fall for your, your brother, um, and he's going to get hurt. Uh, it seems which is out, which is out of my hands. Well, <laughs> I even just, if he, it was in his hands, crazy he can't, in this episode. You know, the guy's going away episode. for life, basically, right? So, right. I just liked it. I, I thought that I thought that it was actually. I, I thought he was really trying to take care of Thea and be like, "Look, this is kind of a bad situation," uh, because he has shown a lot of leniency with Roy over the seasons. Uh, and he know he knows damn well that Oliver's the guy. Oliver's basically told him as much, like three or four times, always in private. Right. But well, you, you know, when they're in the van and, uh, yeah, they get, they get yeah, stopped. Well, he, and he, he tells him, he tells him to stand down. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah, he has all, he's also cop to it in the, he's, he's confessed. Yeah. Well, a, they, he's confessed on paper, but whatever, but he's, like Lance is knows damn well because when things start happening, Oliver's like, "Look, I'm not going to let him take the fall for this. I like, give, I will confess anything." Yeah. Uh, and Lance kind of gets his backed into a corner because the you know Team Arrow kind of shuts off a lot of avenues to prove that Oliver is actually the guy. Yeah. Um, but I do like that Lance basically told Thea that. Um, her brother was basically a bad influence on everybody around him, which is kind of hard to argue with. Well, it is. I mean, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the people are getting hurt because of him and he knows it. Like that's, you know, that plays into the next episode too, right? I don't know. I mean, you can, I I mean, in a superhero show to me, it's like, I don't, I don't blame the superhero for trying to, trying to make his city a better place. No, but if you'd never come back, the bad, I blame the this, bad guys who are you know are actually doing the hurting. Okay. okay. So yeah, I agree. But uh, would Thea have got stabbed through the chest by Rachel Gould? Well, I think that's Merlin's fault. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, you know, that could that probably could have happened without without Merlin Mann's fault. <laughs> when you get back to it, <laughs> yeah, Merlin, Man is Merlin Mann's a, fault. Wow, <laughs> vicious. <laughs> Sorry, in my head, I just replaced. Okay. I like saw a video edit where we replaced Malcolm Merlin with Merlin Mann in all the same scenes, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Yeah. Merlin Mann actually just goes like cue cards. At you. Do, <laughs> index cards. Do we want to yeah. talk about the flashback for a minute before we move on to the next? Yeah, episode? because we, we we've got really like should. a half hour yeah. left to talk about the next. Yeah, episode. we'll talk about we'll talk about the flashback really quick. So we're still in Hong Kong. Um, in flashback this time, we see uh, Oliver decides to go after the people who've been going after him and Maceo and the rest of the uh, their clan and. Who they still think is Argus. Think is Argus. They break right. into he breaks into the Argus safe house with Maceo's key card because they haven't changed the locks, um, <laughs> and figure finds out that Waller is apparently been held captive by General Shreve, who is not the nice guy. I guess he was purported to be. Yeah. Oh, by um, the way, the flash, flash, flashy, flash, flash guys were uh, wondering if this general is the same general that is on the Flash. It is not. Not the same it's general. Not. Different actors. This, no. di- well, eight different is, actors, different characters. Entirely. Different yes. names, yeah. too. Yeah. That was General Eiling. This yeah. is General Shreve. Yeah. Um, funny that the this uh, this actor, Mark Singer, famously played the Beastmaster. The Beastmaster. Which uh, is also, yeah. isn't the, uh, was this Creature Commandos? Is is Matthew Shreve's <laughs> yes. easily the Creature Commandos? Yeah. And, yeah. It's uh, like, uh, it's uh, like uh, vampires like, uh, and werewolves. Little, and all tip of the hat, yeah. little tip of the hat there to Beastmaster, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. He also um, he was on V. Which like he was the cool, yep, the original the cool one, guy, right? Oh yeah, the original, right, guy. right, yeah. And um, he did. He uh, played a great. Uh, I can't remember the name, but uh, in oh god, no, I can't remember the Shakespeare play Taming the Shrew. Oh, yeah. great lead in Taming the Shrew, <laughs> dude. We're talking about superheroes now. Yeah, Come on. back off, back off your Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> one of my guy. favorite, who, one of my favorite productions. Who is this Captain <laughs> Shakespeare again? <laughs> um. So the interesting thing about that point is Oliver breaks in and is about to get, like, taken down by one of the soldiers. And then Waller, you know, shoots the guy in the back. And I'm sitting there going, like, but they technically had her prisoner. I'm like, where did she get a gun? Like, what did she even need Oliver for? <laughs> did she just wait till Oliver shows up? It's like, well, ah, she now's the time to make so my move. She was, yeah. She well, was in the, the process of breaking out when okay. Oliver broke in. Coinky dink is what we're yes, saying. Yes, it's a bit of a coinky So Waller's like, uh, it's totally not us. You should run away. Um, and well, they just gives him a little bit of respect. The only respect we've seen her pay him. True. Which is like, you know, if you get out of, first of all, she's like, look, uh, Hong Kong is going to take it on the chin. Everybody's <laughs> going to die. Get out. And if we ever have the fortune of seeing each other again, like I'd, that would be cool with me. Like it's right. actually so, a so, nice notion. Like, well, and it gives us sort of, I don't know if she'll show up again in the flashbacks, but it gives us sort of a lead in to the point in season two where we realize that Oliver and, and Waller already know each other. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there is a mutual respect, uh, in like by the end of season two, when he tells her to call off the drone strike, right. She eventually does it right for no apparent reason other than that. She trusts his judgment. Right. Right. So even though she's, so something had to happen. There. Well, that character's always, Walking the line between antagonist and trying to do the right thing. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah. we we know that the alpha and omega, the bio weapons that Maceo and Oliver were looking for earlier in the season, are in the hands of the army, and they are going to disperse it in Hong Kong. Uh, Oliver is. They want to get the vaccine um, for basically <laughs> yeah, for them. They only have four doses. Yeah. So decide, yeah, they decide to dose them, but they also have to think about or i don't remember what now i'm bleeding through which is which is this week and which is next week um well they're they're gonna go they're gonna try and they at the end of this episode they say they're gonna try and st- oliver says he's gonna try and stop them and then um let's say in tattoo 
Tatsu says, you know, we're going to go with you. Um, and, and, you know, and then delivers the, the overplayed line, which is you have to rely on your friends. Right. right. Which is the, tr- the, the echo line. Yeah. Yes. So I, you know uh, what? I finally f- figured out, uh, I've just been like mentally replacing alpha and omega and the, this bioweapon with like MacGuffin in my head because <laughs> whatever. Um, but then I realized Alpha and Omega uh, are the two parts of the anti-life equation that Darkseed is trying to come up with all the time. Huh. Who huh. is uh, whatever wow. Superman villain? Like whatever. Yeah. It's it's the anti-life equation. Big, will destroy big, bad, all, youth, uh, all life villain, in the universe. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. He's got like everybody. Everybody's really into that. It's totally not that, but uh, I think it's a shout out to that. It's a tip of the cap. It's a tip of the cap. Exactly. Um, okay. And then, as we've already alluded, after the flashbacks, Thea gets stabbed, which leads us directly into episode 20. Mm-hmm. Wait, so wait, before, yeah. No, I can't wait. No, what do you we got to keep going. No, we will Press keep going. On. We're going we're gonna to roll fast. Uh, uh, Thea fights Rachel Ghoul. Rachel Ghoul wins. I, just the way yeah. that fight went, I feel that uh, he was toying with her. Sure. And eventually yeah. got a, in a position that he could easily stab her in such a way that she didn't die. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that. He going also. A lot he of that also going worked around. at Argus. Yeah. yeah, he also worked at Argus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, he, well, I mean, she was lying flat on her back, trapped inside a table, and he just, you know, he could have killed her if he wanted, but he he actually brought that table from IKEA just right. for the purpose <laughs> of throwing her into it. Yeah, but I read that as very intentional maneuvering. Yeah, although I did like that Thea, you know, again, I think my my credit to Thea goes into the she puts up a fight. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. She yeah. Even yeah, knowing yeah. that she is probably outmatched, she's still willing to sort of like rush headlong into it. And there's there's more than a little bit of Oliver in that, yeah. which I kind of yeah. appreciate. I would have done that trick where yep. she just jumps off the balcony again. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, that would have helped a lot. That worked great last time. Yeah, sure. Just run away. Um, anyway, so, okay. sorry. Any any last thoughts about uh, episode 19 before we move on to Broken Arrow? Uh, no, to The Sorry, Fallen. The Fallen. Before The Fallen? No. Okay, excellent. So, The Fallen, episode 20. Um, we open on... Uh, oh, do we have a... Let's... Uh, Guy, you want to try to do a, a quick wrap-up on this one? Sure. Uh, Ollie walks in uh, to Thea's apartment, to their apartment, finds Thea dying, rushes her to the hospital, uh, a lot of angst. Understandably, uh, Thea is basically not expected to recover. She's going to be in a coma, and he's told that he has to um, consider whether or not they want to keep on life support or um, sort of let her go. Uh, meanwhile, oh, and then we see some smoke rising. Oliver basically talks to the League of Assassins, like Matteo, and um, it turns out that uh, Rachel Ghoul can revive her in the Lazarus pit, uh, Merlin hates this idea because he knows that it's going to make her bananas. Um, <laughs> eventually, they take her to the Lazarus Pit. Uh, Oliver agrees to become the next Rachel Ghoul, or at least join the League of Assassins. Step one in the initiation. It's you know you got to work your way up the ranks. You don't just get to be. It's Rachel a twelve-step program. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they uh, dunk Thea into the Lazarus Pit. She wakes up all angry. Uh, meanwhile, oh, well, like, like kind of like like flying monkey kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Either of you, yeah. uh, fans Feral, of, yeah, are good. either of you fans of uh, Army of Darkness? 
the oh, Bruce yeah. Campbell movie. Yes. Yes. It, it reminded me very much of the early scene in that where the witch jumps out of the well. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And, yeah. They should bring him in. They should bring him into the show. Oh, Bruce, Campbell? Oh, Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell would be awesome. Well, he's good, he'd be good in anything, really. But Yeah, yeah he would be amazing in this. Yeah. Um, man, okay, now I can't stop thinking about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she's all feral. Uh, they subdue her. They put her in bed. She wakes up. She's forgotten. Like she's her memory's totally scrambled. Um, uh, Felicity confronts Rachel Gould in what is a very, uh, gu- very, very gutsy move, and I love it. Like she's a, she's just yeah. had enough, and she storms in there and yells at Rachel Gould, tells him he's an asshole. Uh, and Rach has a great speech. He has an amazing speech, uh, which we maybe we'll cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, go on. And I basically, really and basically tells Felicity the the sum result is: Look, I didn't have this opportunity. I'm comparatively, I'm being a really nice guy here. Uh, go tell him that you love him. It's going to be your last chance. Uh, so she does, and then we have uh, a fair amount of fan service because we didn't need we didn't <laughs> we didn't need quite that much detail. But you know, they, they, there's a sex scene there, um, and then Felicity uh, drugs Ollie, and they try to escape out out of the fortress. Of the League of Assassins. Um, with the aid of Maceo, uh, they make it pretty far until they're eventually cornered. And then Ollie magically wakes up at just the right moment, uh, <laughs> tells all the, 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 uh, the League to, to get lost, um, sees his friends to the plane, and then reports back to Rachel Ghoul uh, saying that he's honoring his part of the bargain. And is that it? Oh, in oh, and yeah. Is there, well, then there's flashbacks. There's we'll flashbacks. We'll the flashbacks. Is there, some, is there another? Is there a subplot to that? To this? It seemed like there was. There, they like, could have been. They could have been. But I felt like it was taking too long on the main plot. No, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there is a subplot really. This yeah, week. I don't think there we, is. Either. We have a couple scenes. We have. Um, so let's start with the subplots really quick and sort of get those out of the way. One is that we have a scene where Felicity needs to borrow Ray's jet. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is part of oh, the main thread, yeah. but yes. we have basically, yes. which is essentially they break up. Yeah, that's effective. Yeah. yeah, and guess right. what? Ray is as awesome at breaking up as he is at everything else. Just, <laughs> exactly. He's sad, but he's not mean. It's like, yeah, take the jet, and I no. hope that everything works out. Like, I like oh, that somebody Ray. pointed out in one of the reviews I read that you know, don't worry, like not like Malcolm Merlin who's standing right there. It doesn't still apparently have all his resources. So why couldn't they take his jet? <laughs> Uh, well, nobody he doesn't have him. nobody he doesn't likes have him. everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, he I flies a jet, jet around. Remember, yeah. they, he flies the uh, to back to Starling City. He's oh, got that's jet right. That's access. Right. You know, they that's don't take right. that away. Um, Maybe it's a nicer jet. Uh, so that's one. Pl- that's one side plot scene. Um, I think the only other thing is the flashback, which is more going after the uh, Alpha and the Omega. Tatsu yeah, is very this much is, they, like, they jump into. They do like an Indiana Jones against a truck, right? Good, nice stunts there, by the way. Oh, yeah. I thought the stunt work there was excellent. <laughs> well, although, although Hong Kong looks suspiciously like the, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Stargate, lots man. Of pine, ever, lots yeah. of pine trees in Hong Kong, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and we end up there with the, uh, um, the vial, which they've been trying to get. Um, is not in the truck, so they track it down. It's at a food cart stand, so we'll never eat at food carts anymore. And it's <laughs> dropped during a fight. <gasps> Gasp! Um, Smash. Yeah. Smash. And, and so everyone in Hong Kong yeah. is now dead. Yeah. Uh, well, we three years ago, everyone in Hong Kong died. Yeah, that never okay, made it. Okay, but there is a, there is a reveal from um, Maceo um, in, in a disco- 
good talk with let's, Diggle. Let's, let's, let's get to so okay. I, I do want to so, get yeah, to that wanna, because that okay. was my favorite speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. The, I just wanted to sketch out the, the framework, right? Yeah. No, no, we're yes. good. We're good. Yeah. So, do you want to you want to um, get into that? Yeah, yeah. Should we? Which um, do you want to? Is there anything? I to think that one comes with, uh, first, right? That right, one. I was that trying one to figure out if there's anything left to address with uh, oh. with Oliver and Thea being, uh, you know, Oliver making his decision. It doesn't seem like again. We've this entire previous episode has been designed to put him into a corner. So he's essentially resigned to his like, right? Yep, got to go do this. Got to go to the Lazarus pity thing, and he gets branded with an arrow. It's a Lazarus pity party. Yeah, it's convenient that the. Uh... The symbol of the league is an arrowhead. No, I, I think that's, that's oh, just for him. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because he's he's the. I mean, that's uh, what else. It's in fact the show. Right. It's yeah. the show logo. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. it's this year's show. This logo. year's logo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to think if there was anything else in that section. Um. No, it's probably pretty much to uh, their their trip to the trip to Nanda Parbat weekend in Nanda Parbat. <laughs> Um, Another so fifteen minute, I fifteen minute say, puddle jump yep. to Nanda Parbat. Um, Diggle and Maceo, who are kind of like all of, they've sort of filled the same role in Oliver's life in the flashbacks and in the present. Mm-hmm. You know, the more experienced guy who sort of takes him under a wing. Although I guess he, you know, Oliver is certainly more experienced than Diggle in some ways. But like, they both have sort of a mentorish relationship with right. Oliver. And I think so they they're get almost, to go but uh, yeah, but I think in a way they're also uh, almost the opposite too because. Diggle's more of a conscience, whereas Maceo is kind of telling him he's got to go along with what's happening right. and not and not use his conscience. Yeah, good point. They have different yeah. different attitudes for you know for approaching it, but in, they you're right. I think they have different attitudes and different yeah. outlooks, but they are filling sort of the same. But they're spot yeah, right. I mean, they're right, right. Um, so they get a, they get a great showdown, which I think is. Uh, just a fantastic bit of sort of them arguing back and forth about like, you know, Diggle's like, ah, remember you, you weren't always an assassin. You <laughs> right. were Oliver's buddy. And Masao's like, well, you have a kid. It's probably not dead. So we do learn that Akio has died at some point. Yeah. So, which seems to see, we leaves the door open for the possibility that we've discussed before that perhaps he was brought back and mm-hmm. is an assassin or, you know, we we've already been clued into the fact that the Lazarus Pit changes people, as we've been told, um, suggesting that perhaps if Akio, you know, if Maceo basically followed the same path Oliver's following now, <laughs> where he had to join the league in order to save his son, maybe his son didn't didn't come out necessarily better for that bargain. Now, Maceo says a line, and I couldn't make it out. Um, he says the something has my whole family. He whispers it to Oliver as he takes um, Thea's body. Oh, I will oh, treat, I treat her, her as my own. Yeah. I will treat her as my own family. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, okay. I'm sorry. I, I heard the traitor has my whole family, or <laughs> the, or the infiltrator has my whole family, the, and I'm like, well, I couldn't parse that. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I, the, I do sometimes. The eagle turn on the has flown. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole other subplot here in Guy's imagination. Yeah. I, no, I was like, that's. Kind of came out of the blue, but okay, I will treat her as my own family. Okay, that that makes yeah. way more sense. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I really like that showdown between the two of them since they do have this sort of you know they're both fathers you know mm-hmm. on different ends of the spectrum once again. Right. Uh, and Diggle, what he says clearly gets through to Maceo since Maceo does end up helping them. 
Um, and there is a, you know, we have this whole issue of identity once again, because Maceo, who I really like, I like him in the flashbacks. I agree he doesn't have quite the same conscience as Diggle. And especially in the flashbacks here, we see him spending a lot of time arguing that they should just save themselves. Right. When Tatsu's saying, like, that would provide a terrible example for our son if we were just like, let's save ourselves and screw everybody else. Um, and so I, I enjoy that yeah. even, you know. And, and Diggle sort of gets in the last last line with saying, like, yeah, okay, so your son's dead, but, like, what would he think of you doing this? Like, would he yeah. be proud of you? Well, he pulls a bit of a judo move on him. He says, I'm sorry, what was your son's name? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's really nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he's Akio. like, well, I really loved are, him. Oh, yeah, I would think care he would be proud of you? Yeah. It's like, oh. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to should have done the head, the handshake to the, like, run the fingers through the hair psych. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Diggle's finest hour, uh, but it landed, and you know, ouch. Yeah, Diggle yeah. is underappreciated. Um, he is, and I think, but he, you know, we get some good. He gets yeah. a good bit in there, and and he does have oh. that perspective of being a father, unlike most of the rest. Right. Of the cast. One thing we didn't mention in the previous episode was that uh, Oliver was like, "Hey, screw it, I'm just going to brute force my way into the prison to to break out Roy," and Diggle just stands in front of him and like is ready to fight him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't think we have any illusions about how that would turn out, but no, but neither did Diggle. Right. But, but it was that like, you're going to have to do it kind of thing. So, um, yeah. okay. Any other, anyway, uh, that, any was other a nice, that was a nice moment. Any other yeah, comments about Diggle's Diggle's and Diggle and Maceo facing off? Um, I just love the scene. I don't think that, it's great. I don't know if you can say anything about it other than that you have to appreciate both characters and just see how it yeah. worked. Cause I don't think they'd interacted before. I think they're, they're sort they of had, they're standing around, around, but not directly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. was in in his mask and you know, right, in combat mode kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I I loved it. I thought it was of really the good. of the two though. I, I like uh, Felicity's interaction with. So Ross, so take us Ross take Butter. us through that, John. Yeah. So she storms in, you know, she, you know, because she thinks this whole thing is stupid and dumb. She storms in and kind of threatens him, and she says, "We have." resources and we have friends and we will go to war with you and you know i mean you know they kind of do it seems yeah. like they could do they could it's do not a totally right. idle threat you know with barry yeah. with barry i think they'd probably do pretty well it's not a totally idle threat uh and ross is of course <laughs> yeah sure right whatever and he does compliment her saying that she has spirit a fire within her <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like what I like. That's I mean, in, in contrast, in contrast to the previous episode where Felicity seems kind of dumb, she's 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 very take charge here, oh, yeah. and and uh, I really like that. And, and then he um, he kind of does a judo move on her too, <laughs> where yeah. he he basically you know says what this is about is you know your love for him and tells the story of his love for his family and how. He just had to up and leave them because otherwise they would die. And don't make the mistake that I made. Spend your last moments telling him that you love him and because these are your last moments with him, basically. Did anybody else wonder if this explains why he's uh, Australian? I figured, like, I was imagining someone coming to his house in Australia and being like, hey. <laughs> how's it going? I also, I you know, Felicity, uh, to her... Uh, it's a little tricky because the resolution of the scene ends up with like she goes in like really angry and everything, and he's like, mm, "What? What? Think? Consider this?" And she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you're probably, you're probably well, right, right." I could well, go, I could, not really. I could go have sex with Oliver. Yeah, but 
Wouldn't that be more Not fun? Really. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing she can do in the moment right. other than deliver a threat. Right? Which he's not going to cave to. Which she's done is, it. Right. He didn't right. cave. He told her a story. And this is why I <laughs> so like... So it is story time. Well, no. So she does two She does two She hasn't she, changed her mind. We've right. discovered later that she has not changed her mind. She's still going to go through with it. But she both takes this advice and also, like, develops this plan to get out. Well, because she's not a dummy. She's going to hedge her right. bets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I liked about this is that it cements Rachel Gould as one of the more interesting villains that we've seen. In that, um, this is uh, like a very merciful move that he does, right? Like he well, doesn't have to say that. He could just laugh he, her off, or right. he could he could kill her. He, he could, could be just, killer. Just he could be trite. Her. He could he could be trite. He doesn't have to explain right? it. Yeah, he doesn't have to explain himself at all. He could he had, could have <laughs> Maceo kill her, put her in prison, take her back to her room. Kindly, whatever he this is dismisses Maceo and then decides to uh, open up a little bit and tell her a story so that there can be some kind of closure. Um, well, and this it makes is, it more interesting than I mean, yeah, Slade yeah his case, he's like a he's like a vampire that remembers its humanity. You know, <laughs> yes, that's, <laughs> that's great. A good, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. it. You know, he's not human anymore, but he remembers yeah. what it was like. He's not sentimental about it, but he can understand. Right. Why others well, would and, and I think this keys into, you know, what makes a good villain. And we talked a little bit about this on the, the Daredevil podcast I did with, with Merlin and Mose, but that good villains have view themselves as the, you know, protagonist of their own story. Right. Yep. And yeah. so race like, you know, Slade was motivated by purely by revenge. And Merlin was motivated by, you know, a certain sort of. He also has kind of a vengeance angle going, right? Because he's really upset about the death yeah, of his well, wife. Want, I mean, they both want to, quote unquote, save the city. Yeah, uh, but Slade's, Slade's methodology is clearly just, I really also <laughs> really want to hurt Oliver. I really want to hurt yeah. Oliver. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Whereas Rachel Gould doesn't, you know, he doesn't care really that much about Starling City. Starling City, as far as he's concerned, is a chess piece yeah. um, that he can move to get at Oliver. Um, and all he really wants is sort of you know a legacy i guess you know and I, I think that's what it comes down to is he's he's less concerned with all these other things uh you know yeah. he's not concerned with being a megaloma, megalomaniacal <laughs> cackling supervillain he just is kind he's in a, he's an unstoppable force right yeah, he he wants to secure a future for the league and honestly i think the best thing that could happen would be like bruce wayne shows up and he's like you know what <laughs> i found somebody better your services I, are no longer required in this yeah, organization. I've like, uh, been a fun run, but you know, <laughs> I do laugh at that sometimes because and your six week severance. Another yeah. tip to is severance takes on a whole different meaning. Um, I do laugh sometimes because in over on the Flash, if you follow that show as well, there's a newspaper that's from the future which has a headline about Queen Consolidate merging with Wayne Tech. Yeah, which no. I always enjoy. <laughs> I didn't notice time. that. Oh, yeah, it's in the bottom left <laughs> corner. Great. Just check next time you see the newspaper. It's still That's there. That's great. <laughs> um, which I always enjoy because it does allude to the fact that Bruce Wayne somewhere out there exists in this yeah. universe. That seems to me to be Oliver's ultimate out. He's like, look, I'm good. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> you <laughs> really want to go with this guy. <laughs> I feel like the the most logical conclusion is that somehow Nyssa regains control of the league. Yeah, I think that's going to be. Because yeah, we, we won't see Talia, sadly. Not yes. only that, um, maybe this was an incomplete enumeration, but uh, during the speech that uh, Rush al Ghul was giving to Felicity, he said that he was married and he had a, a son and then a daughter. 
Yes. Well, he only said he oh. had a family. He didn't say it was yeah. his only family. I'm assuming that's a different yeah. family. Because consider I, I, yeah, he's hundreds yeah. of years old. Nissa right. has not been probably taking hot dog yes. baths. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So well, he's yeah, had he's know. probably had multiple families over the years. Yeah. You know. You know. That, how that it was is. my takeaway from it. But I mean he doesn't even get into well, I guess for the sake of the story it doesn't matter. Because it becomes a different again to what he and what he, happens at the end of the episode. He, behind, he sees himself as a different person. Right. After he's joined the league. Which we get into after. So, um, so Oliver and Felicity, huh? Well, steamy for that <laughs> moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you know what? I gotta say that was the most Felicity thing ever. Where she's like, "So that happened." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone made a really good point in one of the and reviews. Then she drugs him. One of the reviews uh, well, I that read. Is oh, pretty, then, that's badass. Before the other that, <laughs> before that, interesting point. Someone made the point in one of the reviews I read, might have been the AV Club, that this is the first time I think that Felicity specifically tells Oliver that she loves him. We've had yeah, a lot is. of Oliver saying, I love you, and oh, that's right. you know I love you. Yeah. And There was a fake one in season two. There was a real one in season three just before he went and got himself killed. Right. And that she says at some point, like, I don't want to be a woman that you love, acknowledging that. But she's never really confessed her own feelings for him. So in some ways... Yeah, her mother, her mother knew, right? Uh, right. Figured it out, but uh, she has not said it herself. No, it's, it's the first time she said it. Yeah, so I think that is an it, it is at least a brief. We'll call it a caesura, like a little break there, where we've got this moment of of nice happiness that we all know can't last, but in the moment at least is is these characters finally getting together after many years. Yeah, well, even after, so he gets drugged and then miraculously wakes up just in time to avert disaster. And then tells her, well, uh, thank you for trying. I love you all the more for it. Incidentally. Which is cool. Well, cool. It, it's <laughs> the first time he's ever said anything like that in it's front of other honest. people. Yeah. Like, there's a whole bunch of people around there, and he's like, look, I, I love you. Thank you. And he gives her a kiss in front of everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wonder if they're kind of like, what? <laughs> with, there's no way. Whoa, I mean, whoa, they with, didn't the, know. with the thing <laughs> and, the, yeah. and, the, and the what? Yeah, there's probably a lot of... Because last finally, they heard, fi- she was even with Michael, Ray. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even Merlin's like, finally, would you kids just get it over with? <laughs> also, the um, I do have to, as many of the other recaps I was reading pointed out, worst line of the episode does go to Diggle, unfortunately, when he proclaims, this place is like a fortress. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, know, I hate that. The yeah. actual fortress. Uh, they could have just said, this, this place is a fortress. <laughs> like, just leave it at that. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, Felicity saves it right after, but. I've watched a lot of movies, and the spooky fortress always has a secret exit, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. But, but I like great. the fact that she at least acknowledges that they are trapped in a fortress, and that Malcolm, <laughs> and that Malcolm, you know, has a actual like knowledge of that. Yeah, we should talk about Malcolm a little bit. Uh, in the previous episode, he shows up in uh, Thea's hospital room, and Ollie just shakes his head no, and there's a there's a moment there. Like, there's no, it's one of those things where Thea being in bad, in dire straits um, is more important than any kind of animosity between Oliver and and Malcolm. Yeah, there's a detente there. Yeah, and we see that a lot in this episode, too, where uh, Malcolm definitely plays second fiddle. Like, Oliver's calling the shots and Malcolm goes along with it, even though... He thinks it's a very, very, very bad idea. Yep. Um, um, and when Oliver's incapacitated and uh, Felicity takes charge, Malcolm also goes along with that. 
Like, you know, we're going to get ourselves killed. Well, make sure we don't. I said, okay. Like he just does it. Right. Uh, and I think that's, it's, inter- it's whatever. It's an interesting character turn around. Right. Yeah. I, I think we have not seen the final evolution of Malcolm Merlin yet. And I think that would right. be right. interesting to see going yeah. forward. And is it just me or is John Barrowman looking younger every episode? <laughs> he's taking a secret dip in the hot tub every it time. Is, he's just it like, is he's slipping in there, slipping in there in the middle of the night when no one's watching. Yeah. He's not getting like Rubber handsomer, ducky, like old. Yeah. He's not like aging man handsomer. He's just getting younger and handsomer. And it's like, God, <laughs> um, John, to, to, lay it off a little mm-hmm. bit. To talk about the sort of wrap-up parts of this, we have some interesting, you know, Oliver says goodbye to everybody in the team, including a heart-rending moment with Diggle. With Diggle? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're my brother. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, Dan, happy birthday, brother. Oh, thank oh, yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. You're the best man I've ever known. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm staying in Nanda okay. back, guys. Sorry. Um, uh, so we have, um, they, they head back. We get a couple interesting little scenes with Thea and Merlin at the end. Thea, they, they do something weird with Thea's memories here because by the end of this episode, she seems to be totally fine. She seems back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a little weird. I feel like maybe there was another scene that, that story. got, yeah, but I also feel like there might've been a scene that got dropped there too. Cause it's, it's, there's just enough of it to be a salient plot point and yet it doesn't really get fully developed. Yeah. They've crammed a lot in. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we also get a, actually a really nice scene between Felicity and Laurel. Um, where where Felicity yeah. tells Laurel that he's not coming back, essentially. Um, and I like that they've built up the the relationship between the two of them over the last season. And my my favorite part of this episode, though, is um, no Quentin. <laughs> that Completely Quentin free. No, I really no. like Quentin. Uh, I have liked him up until like yeah. up until yeah, like two months ago. He went off the rails. Uh, and at some point, I, I, not that I want to delve into the Flash Flashcast territory, but we see a softer side of Quentin Lance on the yeah. Flash. Actually, and I yeah. hope that I hope that takes hold in uh, the Arrow. I, I think it will. I hope so. I think it will. You know what? I, I don't think Quentin went off the rails so much as the writers threw him under the bus. Yeah, that too. Oh yeah. sure. Well, I mean, his man, story I, sort of goes off the rails, and I didn't mean him going yeah. as a character. I feel like his characterization went off the rails. Yeah, right. I kind of don't buy it. So I don't either. So, that's, um, that's, and that's most of my problem with it. We're yeah. we're left off with Oliver joining the League of Assassins, getting branded, holding on to some chains, and getting dressed up in his new fancy schmancy arrow or uh, assassin garb. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Very quickly, um, Rachel Gould makes a point of wanting to erase Oliver Queen and for him to become al-sahim and yet he's still wearing around his neck um the uh the arrowhead the the arrowhead that he that he got from the island right which i found well is that that where the arrow starts basically i think is the argument oh maybe oh that's that's interesting yeah um okay i I was just curious because it seemed like a like a, a hold on to the previous personality but that makes a lot of sense um, so we have just uh, a couple days before uh, the this week's episode, Al Sahim, airs, which, as we know, is the arrow in Arabic, um, the language of the League of Assassins. So we will be back on Thursday to recap that, or we're back this week at some point, Thursday or Friday, to, to recap that. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, so, to wrap. Couple of good episodes, yeah. I think particularly we all really like the second these. one. 
Actually, yeah. I like the I like Ray in the in the first one too. Yeah, I think we're ramping heavily towards. The, so there's only three episodes left in the season, so we're ramping heavily yeah. towards the end of the season yeah, right yeah. now. The boulder has started rolling at this point. And between yeah. this this show and Flash, it's going to be a big. Uh, it's going to be big uh, sweeps, May yes. sweeps. Yep. So uh, thank you, John Moltz, as always. Thank you, Dan. And thank you, Guy English, as always. Thank you very much. And we'll see you quite soon on the Speedy Eurocast. Mm-hmm.